0: Bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's programme, China will impose consumption tax on e-cigarettes next month while the export refund and exemption policy remains. And the State Council wrote our regulations to promote development of individual businesses. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China will introduce a consumption tax for vaping devices from November as part of a series of measures the government has taken in the past year to bring the burgeoning new sector more in line with that of traditional tobacco products. Shares in the e-cigarette sector rose across the board today, as the Hong Kong listed industry leaders more saw 20% in early trading. The import and manufacturing of e-cigarettes will be taxed at a rate of 36% and wholesale distribution is set at 11%. The Ministry of Finance, General Administration of Customs and the State Taxation Administration said yesterday. This is still less than that of tobacco cigarettes, which are taxed at a composite rate of 66.6%. E-cigarettes are being taxed at a rate just under that of Class B road cigarette, so there is still room to hide taxes, experts noted. The new rules, though, encourage export as manufacturers will still be eligible for tax rebates and exemptions should they sell their vaping devices overseas. This is good news for the industry as 90% of China's e-cigarette market is export-oriented, industry experts said. China's export value of vaping devices is expected to jump 35% this year from the year before to 25.7 billion US dollars according to the 2022 blue book for e-cigarette export released by the China Electronics Chamber of Commerce and the size of the global vaping market should top US$108 US dollars this year. Experts said that the annual sales revenue of domestic e-cigarette makers is about 20 billion yuan, so the tax may contribute an additional 10 billion yuan to the government annual revenue. The cigarette market supervisor, China Tobacco, announced in September new requirements mandating that domestic e-cigarette manufacturers and traders obtain a license before operating their business, a measure that took effect on October 1st. On the same day, the mandatory national standards for e-cigarettes drawn up by the State Administration for Market Regulation became effective after five years of waiting. The rules have detailed criteria for use and protection of minors. China's State Council published a series of regulations on Tuesday to promote development of small businesses and stabilize employment in urban and rural areas. The regulations stress the principle of equal access to the market and fair treatment of individual entrepreneurs, noting that their property rights and business autonomy are protected by law. The country would also encourage entrepreneurial investment institutions and social capital to support the development of individual entrepreneurs. The regulations will take effect from November 1, 2022. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. Guangdong province is to issue its second offshore renminbi local government bond in the Macau SAR on Friday. The three-year bonds are estimated to be worth 2 billion yuan, according to the SAR government on Wednesday. South China's Hainan province on Monday announced a plan to issue up to 5 billion yuan of offshore yuan local government bonds in the Hong Kong SAR, with the proceeds to be mainly invested in the maritime economy, environmental protection and livelihood projects. It will be the first time for Hainan to issue offshore local government bond. Next on industry and company news. China Resources Beer Holdings plunged today after the leading Chinese lacquer maker said it is splashing out 12.3 billion yuan to purchase a majority stake in a Chinese distiller. China Resources Beer will acquire a 55.2% stake in Guizhou Jinsha Jiaojiu Winery Industry, a producer of China's favorite tipple Baijiu, the Beijing based company said in the filing to the Hong Kong Board yesterday. Cattle, the world's largest manufacturer of electric vehicle batteries, plans to start mass production of its sodium ion batteries next year, according to an exchange filing. Adding that it has been setting up a supply chain for the batteries and has entered negotiations with some car makers about their use. Cattle's first generation sodium battery generates 160 watt hours electricity per kilogram, compared to over 200 watt hours for a mainstream lithium battery. Casrap conglomerate Fosun International has dropped its plan to reduce its stake in Fosun Pharmaceutical Group, the Chinese drug developer said late Monday. Shanghai Fosun High Technology Group, a unit of Fosun International, has already sold 1.4% of Fosun Farmer's share capital worth around 1.2 billion yuan, but it has promised not to sell any more stock within the next 12 months, Fosun Farmer said yesterday. Meanwhile, the Citigroup report on Tuesdays that the company plans to sell 11 billion US dollars of non core assets within the next 12 months, including non controlling stakes in Alibaba backed logistics platform Cainiao. Japan's Toyota Motor debuted its second pure electric vehicle in the Chinese market yesterday in collaboration with local car makers BYD and FAW Group, which incorporates battery and electric machinery provided by BYD. The auto manufacturer introduced the BZ3, an electric sedan, in China, following the launch of the BZ46, its first global battery electric vehicle, two weeks ago. Switching gears to financial news. China's fiscal revenue dropped 6.6% year-on-year during the first nine months of 2022, amounting to 15.3 trillion yuan, according to the Ministry of Finance on Tuesday. Excluding the impact of value-added tax credit refunds, fiscal revenue grew 4.1% from a year earlier. The central government collected about 6.99 trillion yuan in fiscal revenue, down 8.6%, and local government collected 8.32 trillion yuan, down 4.9%. Tax revenue came in at nearly 12.44 trillion yuan in the January to September period, down 11.6% year on year. Outstanding loans extended by China's microcredit companies came in at 907.6 billion yuan by the end of September, a drop of 34.7 billion yuan, central bank data showed Tuesday. By the end of last month, there were 6,054 microcredit companies nationwide and wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market chinese shares recovered on wednesday as both the offshore and onshore yuan strengthened to seven point two versus the u s dollar amid signs of the Fed slowing its aggressive interest rate hikes and beijing's supportive tone on the market boosted sentiment benchmark Shanghai Composite gained 0.78% and the Shenzhen component rose 3.54%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index rebounded 1%, ending a 5-day losing streak, while the tech index climbed 2.48%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.